We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast. I like this. This feels better. And what I mean by this is for a long time, we were doing these live streams at like seven, eight o'clock at night. And I am a night person. But if you want to see me like getting ready to hit my stride, like I had an espresso. It was 7 a.m., but I'm still riding that. I don't necessarily need the espresso for my energy level. But four o'clock, five o'clock. I mean, that was an afternoon radio DJ. I like it better when we get these the live shows now at four, five, six o'clock. That's better than eight, nine o'clock for me. So I'm pumped today. I think we even have a graphic for day for today. That's what we're doing. I don't know if the guest has even seen this one. I like that look. Cash PT happy hour. See what I did there. Twisted it. Yeah. So we've got Aaron on the show. Uh, What are we going to talk about? I don't know. I have some things I want to ask him. If you would like to know the answers to those questions. And he might even have some things to ask me. Uh, You got to stick around. Uh, I do want to let people know that uh, we, we just had 10 of these go out. We were showing these off at CSM. Andrew Tram was on the show, physio memes guy. He was on the show, I don't know, a few months ago. And he was literally like, you need to launch your own store. And so we did. So we have this like Yeti-like can koozie. This logo here for the video streamers, the podcast audience is like, Jimmy, what are you talking about? I'll describe. It is a doctor of physical therapy logo. It looks a lot like it might have some resemblance to a, a major soft drink company logo. But our lawyers have assured me it is not similar enough for them to sue us. Uh, so check it out now. If you're just listening on the podcast, you're like, what the hell is Jimmy talking about? PTPinecast.com. That's a great way to support the show and keep us on the air. Uh, Aaron LeBauer is on. So uh, we'll bring him in in just a second. Do you want to say thank you to some of our sponsors, MW Therapy? If your EMR costs have grown out of control and you're pissed, a lot of people talk about shakeups and EMRs. One size fits all. Maybe the thing that you're using just is annoying you. That's like your hammer. Like if you're a if you're a carpenter or something, that's something you're just using a lot. In my hammer analogy, I'm not sure where that was going, but like if it's something you use a lot, it's pissing you off. Dude, ditch it. And that's what MW Therapy says. Listen, we've got a great EMR. We focused on the the the, the one of the chief complaints, which is switching over your EMR. They make it easy. Just get a free demo. Kick the tires, man. Uh, MWTherapy.com. It's MWTherapy.com. Also, our friends at uh, CBDRX for you, your CBD store. Get the ABCs of CBD at CBDRX4U.com. That's CBDRX, the number for you.com. I mentioned Aaron's here. I did say that, right? Okay, let's start. Off here. All right, Anthony Maritato's uh, watching this live. Now I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous, Anthony, because I know you're watching live. Welcome to PT Pinecast. Uh, my name is Jimmy McKay. I'll be your host. Juliet, she usually, she usually pushes all the buttons. She's at work right now. Let me see if I can handle it. Yes. Welcome to PT Pinecast. Great physical therapy conversations on tap. You can find us on the socials at PT Pinecast, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, do want to thank our friends at CBDRX4U.com. Good. I got them on the show. Got the graphics. I'm just pushing all. I'm literally just hitting all the buttons at once. Um, excited to bring this guest on the show. I think it'll be like a mini therapy session for me because I talked about this with Jamie Schreier not long ago, and I want this guy's input on, and I think he's going to have, because he coaches people, right? Uh, so let's just get him in here without further ado. And damn it, if I'd love me some ado. Uh, Aaron LeBauer, LeBauer is on the show. Aaron, welcome to the program, my friend. 
Hey, Jimmy, what's up, man? <clears throat> Thanks for having me on the show. This is therapy for me as well. It's all, you know what it is? Like People like you and I will have conversations in passing on the phone, whatever, and then like halfway through, my brain comes in and goes, why aren't you recording this? Mm -hmm. Because yes, it is a one-to-one -one person conversation, but that, I mean, if people were eavesdropping, they can they can relate they can get information out of it so yeah hold on my first question are you are you having a, a are you having a drink today i am because it was a long day yeah um i've got my water from the uh spring water from the tap because it's four o'clock because it's four <laughs> o'clock i know but it's four o'clock here and i needed to have my it was a long day a good day though a productive Dude. day well i got the i got the swag bottle though wow. like oh you got branded. Branded. Got this. I saw your dr pepper one <laughs> not it's similar to Dr. Pepper, but not the oh, same. Oh yeah, the Dr. Physical. Therapy. This is, is a one of one, though. You can't get this anywhere. Yeah. Well, you gotta have a you. You can make it your own dropship store. You should do that. I know. All I right. Know. Uh, I'm doing a a Kona ale, and that's uh, <laughs> our friends from uh, Kona uh, Liquid Aloha. Uh, nice. Our friends at Owens Recovery Science. There's a the logo. Uh, Johnny Owens and my team doing um well BFR uh, certifications in blood flow restriction rehabilitation training. They're the leaders in it. Research. Johnny's all over the place, coaching and teaching and, and doing research. Uh, they're going to be in Chicago next month, so they're uh, they're going to be out there at the Illinois Bone and Joint Institute. I think I got that right. Juliet's where Juliet works, so it's a small world. Things are just circular um so aaron so you have some pretty big news coming up we talked you know offline about this thing that you've done before mm -hmm. and the thing that brings people together and that is pt bizcon um yep. that is coming up not not long from now and i wanted to make sure people kind of knew about it so what i'll even do is i'll make it look fancy for the for the live stream bam there it is pt bizcon nice. 2022 march 18th and 19th live virtual event people people are getting real comfortable with these live virtual events it's oh, yeah. Really comfortable. Like, okay, I can navigate. I can get tickets, whatever. Um, why'd you start? This is not your first. Why'd you do your first? That's that's a question. And then yeah. I want, why are you doing this like again? Because you, what did you get out of it to say, yeah, I'm going to take this on again? Yeah, I think the, the reason we did it the first time was in 2020. Um, and uh, I was planning on doing it. So, uh, but it was, I've been to conferences. Like I've always like wanted to be able to go to like CSM and PPS. Um, and it took me a few years to figure out how to go there without losing a bunch of income and which merely meant that I had to you know, scale my business. Um, and then I went and I was like, well, there was nothing that I wanted to learn like about my business. It was a different business model. I just didn't feel like maybe there was one or two things here or there, but, uh, and the people were cool, but cause I ran into you a couple of times and that's when we first met is like at CSM somewhere, right. but I wanted to put together an event for like my coaching clients or the event that I would want to go to, to learn how to grow my business. And so we put together PD BizCon in 2020 and, um, it was planned for like the week, uh, right after North Carolina shut down from the pandemic. It was, and planned, so it was planned. It was an in-person in event in yep. 2020. Yeah. And then we yep. know. It, we so know it was, it was, it was an in-person, it was supposed to be an in-person event. And eight days before the event, I had to switch it to online and virtual, but Good thing is I've been doing webinars for eight years. So you had, um, I mean, still, yeah. still, that's still a lot of moving. That's a lot of moving parts because you have others. There's other speakers. You've got to now essentially onboard them. You've got to deal with their like anxiety and concerns. I'm doing what now? You know, presenting is stressful enough. Never mind now. We just, <laughs> hey, by the way, everything you were going to do. Yeah, you're not going to do it like that. We're going to do it over here. It was nuts, dude. It was nuts. Um, but I, you know, it, it, it was that week. It was like I had two or three speakers say, Aaron, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do. And then I eventually made the decision. I was like, we got to do this virtual. And then like the next day, North Carolina announced that our lockdown 
uh-huh. and I already put it into plan, but um, yeah, it was a lot of moving parts. It's a lot less moving parts virtually. So we've done it virtually. Now this is our third year in a row. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's easy, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, I don't have to coordinate people <laughs> in like a yeah, city. But you, you, still do, you, you still need to, I mean, this, these yeah. are pretty cool. These are people talking about like, like, you know, testimonials yeah. and why they did it, yeah. but like you still have to herd people. It's still, oh, yeah. it's still a people game. And whenever I, I do, people. I have to herd people. I think the, the thing is, is if you're trying to figure out like, well, what do I really want in my business? Like I want results. I want to grow my business. Well, how can we get your results? Like, does it matter how I get your results? Like how much time I talk to you, whether I see you in person right. or telehealth, Correct. I can help you with your back pain. And that's what we've learned through the last few years is that we can get people massive results faster and quicker. Um, just continuing to do it rather than waiting until COVID's gone. To All right. A conference is an event is only as good as uh, the people going to be on stage. You're yeah. going to be presenting, but talk to me about some of the other people like we have on the screen here. Yeah. So um, Alicia Wilford, she's one of my friends. She's not a PT. She's a health coach, but she's a friend of mine. And she wrote a book called Little Failures. Alicia um, went into bankruptcy a few years ago. So she was trying to get out of the corporate world, started a yoga studio, struggled with it, then actually brought my wife in as a partner. And they ended up selling it for like a dollar. I mean, they just, they sold it just to keep it alive. Um, But uh, we had another business, but Alicia, that was her thing. And she, and she started coaching business. She went into like, just like couldn't get it off the ground. And I mean, through persistence and stuff, she's done that. She's got a successful business um, coaching women all over the United States. But uh, I wanted to bring her in because she's got a very inspiring story, but she's a great, amazing public speaker. She's put on public and live events a lot. And so she's amazing. Um, Bedris Koulian is the, he's the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. Okay. And it's a, I mean, they're like one of the top 500 fastest growing fitness or franchises in the world um, through the Inc. 500. And he's coming to speak. Greg Todd is speaking. Uh, well, hold on a second. I love the fact Greg. that the first, I love the fact that the first two people you mentioned are not PTs, but you're going to right. be able to learn less. Like that's where I'm like, People might look at that and say, well, they're not PTs. What can I learn from them? And I would yeah. push back and say, well, they're not PTs. So they haven't been looking through a similar lens right. that you have. So they're going to bring something. That's the whole thing, Jimmy, is that when I started my practice, I went to our industry and I was like, okay, how do I start a cash practice? And there was no information. The only information was like do it. Uh, how to get insurance contracts and build a. And I was like, that's not the business. And so I had to go outside of our industry to figure it out. And Ironically enough, Bedros's uh, post on how to get ranked on the top of Google was one of the things that helped me the most. And that was 15 years ago. Wow. And uh, I was showing it to someone about five years ago. And that's how I reconnected with him. And I was going to say, like, well, yeah. then how did you do that? You just reached out? Like, did you know him or you just cold reached out? Like, hey, here's my story. You helped well, me 15 years ago. Yeah. So I was showing, I was like, I was showing someone else this. I was like, hey, there's this one post that got me the biggest results early on, showed it to him. Then Bedros started pixeling me through Facebook to show ads of his podcast. I started listening to his podcast. And then I ended up going to his event, um, Fitness Business Summit, which he did for uh, maybe 15 years in a row. Um, And uh, so I got in touch with him and I started in one of his coaching programs. And that's That's how I'm able to get him to come uh, speak with us. And then you got Greg Todd. Yep. who, if you haven't heard, I mean, he's live every morning. If you haven't heard or podcast, whatever, he's got content all over. Um, yep. You should. Yeah. 
You yeah, Greg's amazing. I gotta get Greg, Greg almost doesn't need any introduction. I mean, if you don't know who Greg is, you've been living in your PT, you're living under a you've rock. Been, you've been actively <laughs> avoiding Greg if you don't know who Greg Todd is because he's everywhere. Right. Skip down yep. to Brandon Smith because we had a conversation yep. about Brandon Smith, and yep. I want to be won over by Brandon Smith. Yep. I'm putting that out there because we had you know, a weird interaction online a few years yep. ago. Yeah, Brandon's one of those people that, like, he uh, – you, you either love them or you hate them, which is one of the best things about marketing is like, I don't want everyone. I, I want to be polarizing. Right. You know, I want to, I want people to either love me or hate me. And I have a hard time with that because I, my fatal flaw is I want everyone to like me, I'm a right? but everyone can't like me. Yeah. Um, and so Brandon was, has been helping people negotiate contracts with home health agencies and earn hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like he's got people he's helped negotiate um, contracts for $200,000 a year or more as a PT. And he's helping people avoid, um, kind of these predatory, I went, uh, like placement agencies and, and, and companies and, um, negotiate salaries based on the fact that you, you, no matter how long you've been a PT, you bill the same amount for my license. So why Correct. are you paying me less than the 10 year physical therapist? Because, and, because that, because that yeah. argument sounds good on, it's like, right. well, you haven't been out as uh, long. I yeah. get that. Like, but yeah. I'm sorry. No. Yep, but you make as much off of me as you do the other person. And so he's doing that, and he um, moved from doing home health in as online course to working with us in the Platinum Mastermind, and he made forty thousand dollars his first week, and he's built That's up a. Good. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> pretty good, <laughs> right? So he's coming to speak and share about how he did that and teach some of those strategies. Um, he he yeah. is he is abrasive. Like he comes yeah. across. Uh, I don't even know if I. I think we might have run into each other yeah. once on um in person, yeah. but online we have had this like abrasive like yeah. um uh interaction. That's yeah. fine though too. I mean, but like I do see what he's doing, and he's doing good things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do. I mean, hey, people come out and they say like he does have great information. So yeah. for that, I say. Yeah. Kudos. So oh, I like a, he, when you get to he's one of those people when you get to know him he's a great dude but I think on the surface like it's either you're like you're either like like it or you like him or you don't. I hated and, Gary V the first yeah. 150 times I saw him though. Yeah. And now I, oh, yeah. I buy all. I mean I get it now. Yeah. I get it. So yeah. maybe I just haven't gotten it. Maybe 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 that's the lesson for today. Maybe maybe you don't hate anybody in this world. You just don't get them yet. Right. Right. I don't but know. It's also sometimes like you're not their audience, so Correct, you're not right. going to like me at all. Right. I mean, you know, I did an internship for a guy by the name of Howard Stern, and they yeah. the, it's like the famous part of that Howard Stern movie where they were like, the average Howard Stern listener listens to his show for four hours a day. And the guy was like, that's awesome. It's like the average, mm-hmm. average Howard Stern hater listens to six and a half hours a day. And it's like, oh, shoot, we're onto something here. He doesn't, yep. he's just like, I don't care what you do, just listen. Right. Like, period, right. listen. So maybe that's yeah. it. And it's, you know, there's something to it. Like, there are a few other people that do this um, and where they they don't really care what people think. They're just going to speak their mind. Right. And that rubs people the wrong way a lot of times. But it it can be done in a way that's, you know, that, you know, that's not like uh, putting other people down as Correct. much as like, you know, here's, here's the truth, the way I see it. And I mean, there's a lot of people in the world that do that and they usually are the most successful. I was called soft the other day, or was that the term or something soft or I wasn't hardcore or I didn't go hard. And I was like, I sat there and I was like, okay. Uh, so it didn't, I, I learned this, I think from Tom Hanks, I learned this like, you can never offend me because I need to give you too much credit of your opinion of me to be offended so i wasn't offended right. by it. i was interested by it i was interested why someone said well you don't go hard enough on your show and i was like what does that mean like mm-hmm. 
I try to be, and we'll get to this. I try to be as me as possible. Like if you meet me in person, um, some people will say like, well, you amp it up on your podcast, but as soon as that's over, you probably, when the cameras are off, I'm like, I don't know, man, like, uh, this is kind of me. Um, you know, but- I, I, Jimmy, I got a friend, his name is Chet. I love Chet so much, but you're Chet only, you only feel like Chet, Chet when you're with Chet, you're like the only person in the world. Like you're like, I'm Chet's best friend. But when you're not right. with Chet, I haven't heard from him in 15 years. <laughs> but if I went to LA and met up with Chet, we'd be like best friends again. And it's like, Wait, am I it's Chet? Like the polar opposite. No, you're not. But what I'm oh, saying is like, no. there are these opposites. So like some people, you know, like, okay, the, you can come on my show or your show and be like, why aren't you like that in real person? It's because I'm doing a job. I'm right, kind of performing right, right, for right, you. Right, 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 right. In real person, I just want to sit down in the corner right. and like zone out. Yes. You know? I mean, that's you know, that was part of my job in radio, too, was coaching radio DJs. I mean, we took people who were bartenders or worked at yeah. supermarkets and they became radio DJs like um, and I, I would tell them all the time, like if you're trying to be someone that you're not and this works for clinicians, too. Right. If you're trying to be if you're trying to mimic your CI or you're trying to be what you think a clinician is and you're not you, the audience will know something's up. They might not know exactly what it is, but they'll get that taste in their mouth and they'll go, Mm-mm, don't like it. Something's fake here. Whoop, 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 whoop. Red alert. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like people can pick up on this. So I would tell people all the time, like, you can't be cooler than you are. You can't. If you could, I would have tried to have been cooler years ago. Right. You can try to fake it, but you're going to get busted for yeah. it. And it's and And being fake and being someone you're not is very different than coming onto a show and having energy Correct. versus like being at a conference where you're in your head thinking about like the 500 things you need to be doing. And people Correct. are like, why aren't you the same person? You're like, I am. I'm just right. in a different location. <laughs> two more people that you want to talk about for PT business. Um, let's see. Uh, Stephanie McMillan is right there in the center. Um, two other people, Stephanie and Ben. So Stephanie um, was working in a job and she was like, I hate it, but it's too good. And I kind of want to, I don't want to give notice because my, my boss is too nice. Like kind of thing. I was like, I was like, your boss isn't going to remember you when you give your notice. So she gave an appropriate amount of notice, um, but uh, made like, what'd she do? Like $15,000 her first month. And she made $180,000 her, yeah, in her first wow. year working three days a week. So she's a birth doula and a pelvic floor PT. And she does like two or three births a month. And she sees like 15 patients a week. Wow. And what, what, what you said there, I don't want to skip past because yeah. I heard this uh, not long ago, but this isn't something, this isn't something new. People don't quit jobs. They quit bosses. Yep. And yep. you said, so that was a good sign. Like she didn't want to, she must've had a great boss. Now mm-hmm. she wanted to do something else, but she like, how great of a, how great of an opposite, like a, 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 a bright side of that is she didn't want to quit because she loved her boss so much. Yeah. And I think it's, it, what's interesting is that when you're there, there's two sides of the coin, there's my side of the coin is the boss. It's like, I don't want you to leave. But as soon as you leave, I'm on to the next person because I know you're gone. Right. But as an employee, people trying to get out, you know, I, I want to quit. I, I need to give them more notice. You're like, yeah, but as soon as you're as soon as you're out the door, you're out the door. So you better right. just plan to get out the door and do it soon. Talking about Gary V. Gary V. had a great riff on this, which was right. if if the people that I'm working with aren't getting better and, and people aren't trying to poach them, then I have a, I am a crappy boss. Cause my boss, my job is to develop. I work for my employees. Mm-hmm. I work for people on my team. My job is to make them better. And if, if I'm not making them so good that other people want to steal them, that is a reflection on me. He said in the beginning when people were like, Hey, Gary, it's been great, but I want to leave. 
or I have a better offer. Yeah. And he was like, I was personally, he was like, I was personally hurt. And then he's like, I reflected, looked at it. He's like, oh no, that's a compliment that like you got so great or you are so great or whatever. I, or I found a great person, right? Maybe he didn't develop that person. Maybe he just found that person. And they worked with him. That somebody else wants to work with them. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Look it at is if, great. You're, if you're a AAA baseball team and you, people are trying to pick, take your pictures means you're a hell of a pitching coach, mm -hmm. but you also have to turn around and recognize that you got someone really good and you got to, do what you can to keep them if they're the right fit. Correct. I mean, there's that that great line, right? Uh, you know, when somebody was asking, hey, this person wants money for personal development. And someone was like, what if we put all this, invest all this money uh, in them and they leave? And the person countered with, well, what if we don't? And they stay. <laughs> oh, like, what? oh, great. I want a bunch of, I want a bunch of C pluses. I don't want yeah. you to be a B minus or a B plus or an A minus. I want you to stick around and suck. No, yeah. I want you to get better. And if, if this is the best place for you, I want to be here. Do you know how many times I've been at radio stations, PT clinics, anywhere? I've said, if I am not the absolute best person for this job, you should fire me. I don't mm -hmm. want to be anywhere where I'm not the best. And I don't mean the best in the world. I mean like the best for this fit, the best for this spot, the best, you know, for this project, whatever we're working on. Like I'm cool with it. And I'm cool with it. I've never been fired in my life, but hey, maybe, maybe 2022 yeah. is the year. You know, well, I've been fired, but I had some really shitty jobs. <laughs> <laughs> what was your shittiest job? Or one that you look back on, you're like, yeah. Um, well, there were two. One was really bad, but it, I learned a lot. Was I worked the fryer at Red Robin? Wow. Um, so I had oh, six did you do the onion rings too? Yes. Yeah, so on, mostly like wings, uh, wings, battered fish, battered zucchini, and ton of French fries was my job. Right. And just so I'd come home and then they had grease. But really, the worst job I had was being a temp. You know, so I lived in San Francisco, oh. and some of the I couldn't get a real job because I'm Aaron LeBauer. If you know me by now, you know I'm not fit for a real job. So I. <laughs> I, I couldn't make the interviews uh, work, um, but I got a temp job. I'm making $14 an hour. And this one woman, you know, she came in, she's like, okay, I need you to take these three cabinets of files and spread them out along all this whole wall. I was like, okay, you know, so I'm going to go A to Z files in two cabinets to 10, 15 cabinets. And she started walking me through the alphabet. Like I didn't know the alphabet. And I was just like, um, I went to college. I think I know the alphabet. I went to kindergarten. We learned that one in kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. Order and everything. So, you know, being a temp, uh, everyone assumes that you're an idiot. And right, probably right, because they right, treat people right, right. like indispensable yeah. and like they're idiots. But I would so get stuff enough. done before they even thought it should be done. I mean, probably. Yeah, but you should have sandbagged it because they weren't, you know, they probably weren't paying oh, you. I money. learned how to sandbag it. Of course. Yeah. And if you don't know what sandbagging is, Google it. You've sandbagged, even if you don't know the term. Yeah. Did you learn anything from Red Robin? Because like those types of restaurants um, mm -hmm. have to have, I mean, they're, they're, there's no accident, right? There's a formula. Right. Is there anything you work like, because then you get to see kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. Is there anything you picked up from Red Robin that you were like, oh, that's smart? Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that distinguishes them is their Red Robin salt. Everything else is Cisco food. And really? so the manager came in one day and he's like, you guys have to put the red Robin salt on everything. Cause that's the only thing that makes us different than the next person. Cause it's, it's TGI Fridays is probably also Cisco food and red Robins. Oh, I mean, no. otherwise it's the spice it's, blend. It's all pieces of flair, man. It's yeah. all like behind the, yeah, behind the scenes. It's like, it's the same stuff. Wow. I didn't realize it was that like pervasive though. Like it was pretty yeah. much. And, all it, and of course it's got MSG in it. So of course that's what makes it yummy. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're 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 simple beings, so we like all the same things. All right, pick one more person, one um, more speaker. Brand uh, Ben Baggy at the bottom. Um, I just point him out. He was also told like you need five years uh, experience to start a practice. He started a cash practice right out of school, made six figures. Um, got to a point where he was like full and couldn't do any more. Didn't want to wanted to move back to Iowa, but didn't want to give up his business in the Bay Area. 
came to work with us. And then we took his business from like 18,000 to 65,000 in eight months by hiring other people. He's uh, in his third, by, by the end of that year, he had opened two locations and in his third year, he's doing a million dollars and he's three years wow. out of school, all cash practice. And everyone says, you can't scale cash practice. You, you have to be 10 years of experience. You, you can't do X, Y, and Z. And he's doing it and proving people wrong. And love that. it's just amazing. I love you can't do that. And I have people that I love. I, I won't call them out. But like when I was like, I'm going to be a radio DJ. And like people were like, I know, but like, what are the odds? And I was like, I don't like do the odds are 100% because I'm not going to stop until I do it. So I don't know what you're and I, don't, I think I was a little naive because I was like, well, uh, things cost money. But I was also 24. I was like, what do I need? I mean, like a roof. I had a Ford probe, like, you know, that thing was like 11 years old, it was running. So I love, like, you can't do that. Because, I mean, yeah. I graduated in, in 2016, and, like, starting a cash practice was a hard no. Like, this was not like mm -hmm. maybe you should or maybe you shouldn't. It was like people were actively waving red flags at students, yeah. new grads, and they were like, got to get five. It was that magic thing you just said, got to get five years, got to get years. five years. Like, what the fuck does five years do? What happens in five years? Like, is it like yeah. this, like, do you get tapped on the shoulder? I don't know. Yeah. No, I have no idea. It's magical. Some magical unicorn decided that that was the thing. Was but one of my favorite shirts um, is from this company. It's called Fuel Hunt. And it, it says, do what you can't, right? For everyone that told you that you uh, you shouldn't do it, like you should actually do it and prove them wrong. That's kind I of mean, I didn't see this as a job. And like, just for full disclosure, like podcast isn't my full-time job, but I mean, it is, and it's a source of, you know, income. But like my full-time job involves me doing stuff like this for a major hospital system. Yep. But this gave me proof of concept to turn to someone who has a research lab at Mount Sinai Hospital and go, oh, yeah, no, like mm -hmm. good, fun information, good information delivered in a fun way can spread. We have good information. What if we use this guy who's done it before to do that? And I'm like, yeah, I love that. I would love to do that. And that's how I work with David Petrino at Mount Sinai. But, but that's why, Jimmy, we're talking on this show because we both have experiences outside of PT that we right. brought into PT to say, hey, let's make this better. And I think give that's me, a big difference. Give me something you learned. Give me, give people like the 30 second, um, like background story. You were a professional cyclist. Like you mm -hmm. were like, hey, I was a semi pro cyclist. So I, I never had, paid as a I don't know, man. did you do it like you know a lot like you were getting yeah. paid for it i mean it was my full time uh visa and mastercard were my top sponsors and it was what i did more than work yep so that's um, a big deal yeah what's, i put fifty thousand dollars worth of worth of debt on credit cards to race bikes and know, all over the u.s and in europe <laughs> would you rather have fifty thousand dollars of debt or no debt maybe fifty thousand dollars in the bank and may and and that question in your belly like oh. maybe i could have made it i, I would have wagered a million dollars yeah i yeah. like that and that's Absolutely. easy to say but like gosh man like i mean that's the number one thing right on their deathbed right. people say like what do you regret? And they're like not taking, not going for it. Didn't go for the mm -hmm. girl. Didn't go for the job. Didn't didn't just sell sell everything and and go backpack across Europe. We go around once, man. There, you know, know, we go around once. Yeah, there's one there's one opportunity, and a lot of times maybe it'll come around a second time, but generally it doesn't. And so yeah. I went. I just packed up, dude. Before when the internet was really small, it was at two thousand. Like I just said, let me get a ticket to Belgium. And I took my bike and my clothes and I trusted that the Belgian guy on the other end of the phone was going to actually pick me up at the Ghent airport, wow. you know, and I took my bike to, to Belgium and raced there for two and a half months in the summer. Ballsy. I like it. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So the reason I want to bring that up, what's a lesson from cycling? Cause that is a grueling sport. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I'm a cyclist and wasn't a semi-professional cyclist, but I was a cyclist later on in life. So I was actually like, you know, old enough to be like, oh, I'm learning some grit here. Like I'm taking something. It's not just yeah. like quads and glutes and, and cardiovascular. I'm taking some lessons out of this. Yeah. What's something that you still like maybe like, you know, feel like when you hit something, you probably have that, that similar feeling like, oh, this is a slog. I've climbed some hills before, though. So like you go yeah. back. And what's something you still use from your cycling days um, now in, in your professional career? Yeah, we all know that it's not the lactic acid that burns, but it's that it's the person that can tolerate the burn the longest is generally going to be the one that wins. Yes. And the burn hurts and it feels it. I've come to love it. But in business, there's also this moment upon like massive growth and changing your business where it just hurts, where you're under so much pressure and stress and even a little anxiety that. Most people will encounter it for the first couple of times and they'll quit and they'll give up. Like, that's not what it's supposed to be like. Right. What I've come to learn is that that means that growth is about to happen. So almost this time last year, like end of March last year, I had an employee quit, you know, the day, uh, the day after PT BizCon. And then wow. I, I, within two weeks, I fired another one because there was a, it was a problem and that hurt. But I knew have I not been through it at that moment that I was just on the cusp of the next big leap forward in my business. But had I not gone through that, I wouldn't be where I am now. You'd resist it. And I had, I not had all the time of racing bikes and knowing like, what does this feel like? Where does it hurt? And when it does, you know, that you're going to come in on the other, other side doing well, as long as you can just kind of tolerate it and get through it. People in the military, I've heard this and I like this mentality was they say embrace the suck. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. And look around, like everybody, this sucks for everybody. Like if you've been in a triathlon or a long distance, like I feel like endurance events were like for me anyway, I'd look around and be like, okay, this sucks, but this sucks equally for everybody. Mm -hmm. So if I can outlast the suck, I'll beat all these people. Like, I don't even need to, I don't need to sprint faster with them. I just have to endure the suck longer than them. And I'll come yeah. out on top. And most people are in for a short-term gain, but true business growth and wealth. And even like generational wealth is a, is an endurance yeah. sport long-term yeah. game all right pt bizcon it's uh it's going on march 18th and 19th live virtual event i put the link in the comments if you're watching a live stream or if you're watching a replay it'll be in the show notes uh as well speakers location it says location but it's online yeah. virtual okay like, online the, virtual like, boardroom location. hold on a second this is online uh online uh the weekend of saint patrick's day i like that that's smart so you can have yourself uh and you don't have to leave your house you don't have to go through tsa you don't have to do any of that stuff right and you're going to uh, you're going to gain some pretty cool insight from people inside the profession, hard pause and outside the profession. Yep. So, Aaron, I mentioned at the top of the show. Oh, wait, let me do a sponsor thing real quick mm -hmm. so I can get this out of the way. Oh, it. I do want to say thank you to our friends from Physical Therapy and Balance Centers. We've got an episode with one of their guys coming up about how to sell your practice. Like everybody talks about that, like it's the it's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But are you preparing yourself for that? It's not just keep going. You can be doing some things to optimize that. So uh, he knows a little bit about that. Physical therapy and balance centers created by PTs, especially for PTs in private practice. And on average, a private practice who joins their network grows more than 40%. So if you're ready to discover how the largest network of PT private practice owners are growing and adapting to industry changes, visit physicalfranchise.com. That's F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L franchise.com. So Aaron, a while ago, I, and I've talked about this, but I feel like the more people I talk about it with, the better I feel. And the show is all about me and making me feel good. I was ready to call it quits a while ago. 
Yeah. I was doing episodes based on what I saw other people doing on YouTube because we, and, and the reason I say that I'm a podcaster and I was a radio guy, not a TV guy, not a U- YouTuber, but now we start live streaming this. And now I start thinking I, like Aaron, I was thinking like, what shirt should I wear? Should I wear my glasses or not? Oh crap. I have to comb my hair. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about that in radio, never crossed my mind. And I was thinking about all these different things that, was were changing me and what I was doing and it made me freaking hate do, like starting to hate doing this for example I'd have guests fill out kind of like this intake form you know to make sure I've got all your social media whatever blah, blah, blah. and then like a few questions what do you want to talk about blah 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 and that's fine and I'll still do that that's like some good prep but what I was doing was I would take a look at all the things the guests wanted to talk about and I would treat it like a punch list and I'm like I'm gonna hit all 10 of these topics and when you and you know this, you're already nodding as my guest. You're like, you could probably do an entire episode on one or two of those topics, but I wouldn't let it go. Like I wouldn't stop to smell the roses and and maybe like ruminate or marinate on a couple of those topics. What I was doing was got to keep moving because an optimal length of a podcast is 42 minutes, and I can't go over that. And I became a robot. Like literally, yeah. if I was coaching someone, if I was coaching me, I'd be like, you're an idiot. Go back to what you like doing. So eventually, it took me a while, though. I mean, I was not listening to my own advice. Or I just wasn't even paying attention to I needed advice. And then I said, what do I like doing? I like doing this type of episode. We're like, Aaron and I, what are we talking about? Like, I don't know. We're going to talk about PT BizCon. Then what? I don't know. We're going to go. It's going to go sideways. And then we'll just kind of look at each other at some point and be like, I think we're done yet. Yeah, let's end this thing. But I wanted people to hear about that. And I wanted to hear your thoughts because you coach people who have practices. I wanted to hear your thoughts because I bet people get into the slog and they're like, I need to be, they become something they're not. When someone is doing that, how do you, what do you tell them? How do you coach them out of that? Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And I think a lot of people get there because they're like, I should be doing this because this is the way that I was told to do it. Yes. And really what I, if I'm going to start is say, Hey, here's the outline. Now go find your path through it. Right. Here's the direction and go create your thing. And I think um, there's a there's a sense of saying it's okay to start with a framework or someone else's information, but it's really got to become your own over time. Otherwise, it's not uh, true. I mean, uh, it doesn't connect. I've had a couple a couple significant people come through our mastermind programs where for the first year, it just kind of sucks because they're doing what they think they should be doing or like it's not what not the strategies, but working with the type of patient, their avatar, their niche, what they think they should be doing, but not like the one that they're most passionate about. And the switch comes and anywhere from uh, with Natalie, uh, this, uh, Natalie Marshall just came within 30 days. Uh, with Laura, it came like after a year and a half. It's like, they're like, oh, aha, this is my, my purpose and my passion. And then all of a sudden things leap forward. Aren't happening. It's because either we don't know there's a little lack of self-awareness or we don't trust ourselves that this, this specific person or this specific niche or this type of service is the one that really fulfills me. And I think the, the thing comes back to when I went to massage therapy school, which was my profession before PT, um, it was the, the motto of the school at NHI was have work you love. Great. Like I love doing this somehow, like I'm not getting paid for this, but this gets me paid. Right, because doing this and talking to my coaching clients is like I love it. I would do it all day long. I would almost do it for free, but I have to charge money to get people to pay attention and you know pay yeah. the bills. You know, and I think it's I think that's it. It's somewhere in the intersection of passion and expertise. 
Yeah, we've talked about. Have you you, you ever seen the Ikea guy? Ikea guy. It's like four <laughs> circles, and it's like a Venn diagram of four circles, yeah. almost like a lotus flower. And the circles represent what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can get paid for. Right. And yes. I think PTs are very, very good at paying attention to three out of those four. But this is not a case of three out of four ain't bad. Three out of four is, in fact, bad. Mm-hmm. And I think we typically neglect what we can get paid for. Right. Right. So because like, we, we think we're paid for just doing to someone Correct. as a physical therapist in a traditional sense of service Correct. rather than solving a big problem for people. Correct. And also like you, you, you said something a second ago and I've fallen for this or I've, uh, I've, I've preached it, but not taken it, which is I'm launching my first course, right? I'm launching the complete healthcare podcaster. Why? Because people call me or they DM me and I, I jump on a call and I help them for free. And some of those people take that advice and do something about it. And some don't. Now, number one, I shouldn't be doing that like too much, right? Cause I'm altruistic mm-hmm. and I, I feel bad, but like I shouldn't be doing that for free. But what I can do is, why don't I do it once and record it and offer it as a course and then charge you know, a couple hundred bucks and people are like, I'd gladly pay a couple hundred bucks for your insight that you've had for you know 16 years in radio and six years in podcasting. Great. Yeah. And the th- other flip side of it is, I even did a free course with a cohort and most people bailed out because they didn't pay for it, because they didn't buy in, literally. They were like, eh, I'll flake out. But had they put up 300 bucks, they would have been like, I paid 300, up 300 bucks for this month, and I'm going to yep. do this. And I'm really going to show up. And it's yep. just, I know that, but I fell for it. Yeah, when, they, when people pay, they pay attention. And you, if, you're not, um, if you're not invested or you, know, you don't put some money down, like skin. it's easy. Yeah, you put skin in the game. It's easy to leave and get out and make excuses. Be like, well, I didn't pay for it, so yeah. I'm finish. I mean, I'm guilty of it too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, why do I read more books than I buy on Amazon when I could go down the street and get a, li- a book from the library? Like sometimes I'm just like I'm an idiot. Now I actually I actually buy less books than I go to the library more because right. our local library was getting ready to close. So I'm like, here's a couple bucks. Just stay open because you're a pretty building in town. Yeah. Um. What's uh, the last thing we'll we'll get into before we uh before we get into three questions is what's on your mind? Like what's, what's like a current topic that is like eating up a lot of, of your, of your brain power lately that you're seeing out in the world or you're hearing from people that you coach with. What's like something that's like, what's trend, what's, here's what I'll ask. What's trending in Aaron's world. What's trending in You know, what's trending in my world is wearing the same clothes every day. <laughs> feels good though. It feels good. I mean, I, I change my underwear and my socks and I do take that's a shower, good. It's good. but it's like, I don't have to, you know, like this morning, you know, I was like, well, what sweatshirt I'm wearing? I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear my hoodie, you know, and I wear the same, uh, I wear the same selvage blue jeans every day. One, because the longer you wear them without washing them, the cooler the fades. Yeah. Right. But it's like, it's one less decision that I have to make. Like I don't yeah. have to stress over, do my shoes match my shirt? I just, you know, wear the same clothes. And so now I can go and use that like brain, uh, like capacity to make decisions for my family, my business, and my coaching clients. I like it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna adapt that. I started noticing that. Maybe I'm just getting old, but yeah. I started buying clothes that like a lot more bore, you know, boring. I'm just like, just give me white, white and blue shirts and like jeans and like a whatever and yada yada. So because I don't I don't care. Like I also don't care. Like I do want people to like recognize, like, oh, Jimmy's, you know, not, you know, he's, he's dressed. Like dressed. Right. Dress is where that's the line I want people to notice for me. Yeah. Uh, but it's like to- I didn't do my hair for the show either. Podcasts. And it's, you know, I also have like I decided I'm not gonna get rid of the reds and the greens and the I'm just like blue, gray, black. Neutral, colors. man. I mean, I just painted the house. I was painting the house. Yeah. I'm like white, black, uh, gray. That's all I'm doing. Simple. 
All right, we're doing uh, three questions. Are you ready for three questions? I hope so. <laughs> All right, three questions uh, brought to you by our friends from Owens Recovery Science, a single source for clinicians who want a certification in personalized blood, show, uh, blood flow restriction rehabilitation training and the equipment you need to apply it properly in your clinical practice. Find out where you can get certified next at owensrecoveryscience.com. They will be in Chicago uh, next month, but they have a, a list all over the country, East Coast, West Coast, and what do we call that in the middle? Down the middle in the Midwest. They're going to be there as well. All right, so three questions uh first as a where question you're in north carolina but like you know pt bizcon is virtual yep. here's a good one pt bizcon's virtual but when it can be back in person where would you love like where's a dream location for you um we've got a place scoped out in downtown charlotte jackpot you know? yeah charlotte's a cool town i like charlotte it's like big but not too big it's got a cool vibe and it's warm and i love it some warm yeah, uh second question sure. the what question what's something you've watched or read or downloaded recently like listen to a podcast book movie anything that just like excited you or lit your fire yeah the new jack reacher series on amazon is it good i liked reacher movies i do yeah. is the is the series good because the guy looks like a like a wwe dude yeah so it's actually so i've read the books or i've heard three or four of the lee, Ch lee child books um Jack Reacher in the books is like six foot five, 250, all muscle. Uh, and Tom Cruise is like five, five. So it. the series is actually more accurate description the of the actual I, character. I did like the way Cruise played it. Cause like this dude, if you haven't seen Reacher, you should, yeah. there's two of them out there. I like the fact that he was like unassumingly five, five, but like also able to like John yep. Wick mode, you know, with some dudes and whatever. Yeah. He does uh, a cool running thing with his hands. He does a cool running thing with his hands. <laughs> Uh, last question on three questions is a is a who question. Who's someone the audience should know more about? You've got some people coming to PT BizCon. Who's someone the audience yeah. should know more about? No, I think you know who you should know more about is Thich Nhat Hanh. He's not coming to the. Who is this? Thich Nhat Hanh is a Buddhist monk that just passed away recently. Okay. Yeah, and um, people should know more about him. He, my wife knows a lot, whole lot more than I do, but uh, there are very few of these people in the world that are like these like these spiritual leaders that interact with like thousands of people and you know people like mother Teresa and the dalai lama Thich Nhat han is um another one of these like um buddhist uh monks that had a lot of amazing things to say about nonviolence, communication um just like how do you live with your anxiety and how do you deal with things in the world that are frustrating and so if you haven't heard of them it's uh it looks like thick t-h-i CK not Han, you know, but it's Tick not Han is the way you pronounce it. And you, you can might go to Amazon and find you it. You might have the award for like deepest answer on three questions in the history of the podcast. I like that. Like just uh, go and boot like yeah. All right, that's three questions. Uh, last thing we do, Aaron, on the show before we let you go is called the parting shot. Parting shot is brought to you by the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. Find them online at orthopt.org. Uh, there is their website. Uh, leaders in, in orthopedic physical therapy just put on some great content live at CSM. They've got some independent study courses like a workplace. From workplace to retirement, if you'd like to treat people in their workplace where they spend a lot of time, uh, they've got a great independent study course for you right now put on by leaders in orthopedic pt so find that online at orthopt.org just talk to mo tillery uh about that uh not long ago all right so parting shot aaron you know how this works 
just kind of like whatever you want to do to wrap up the show, mic drop moment, soapbox, whatever your parting shot is yours. Yeah. I, well, there's maybe two things. Number one, I love how you have it called cash PT happy hour. Cause that was the name of the first two episodes of my podcast that I did when it was a live web show. So it was cash PT happy hour and cash PT lunch hour and lunch hour stuck. Um, so I love that. And I yeah. think if anyone's listening, um, whether you're in the profession or you're thinking about getting into it, I, just want to share, I think the theme from today is that there's so many opportunities as a physical yeah. therapist to have meaningful work, make money and help massive amount of people that don't just require you treating people one-on-one. -on -one. Um, even if that's what you love to do, there's so many opportunities. And that's one of the things I love about physical therapy. Um, it's also one of the things that uh, hurts us as a profession because people don't know what it is, but that's the opportunities out there and yeah. go get them. It is like, and like, like a cool moment for me was, um, there was this guy, Steve, uh, Stephen Burkett, I think it was his name. He's in Vermont and he's got like snow beast performance and I had him mm -hmm. on the show. because so I was like, that's cool. And he kind of sh shared a story where he was like, I just like, I just moved to Vermont and opened a, a practice and, and whatever. And I was like, my question was like, who gave you the permission? And I was like, what gave, what was the jump off the diving board moment? And he said, and this was like, so meta for me, made all the hair on my arm stand up. He's like, I heard too many people on your show saying I wanted to do something and did it. That I was like, oh, and he's like, I just did it. And I was like, damn, that's badass. There's an yeah. opportunity for it. And if you embrace the suck, you can get through it. If you think you're just going to roll up to Vermont coming from out of town and it's going to be super easy and you're not going to, there's going to be no hills. There are hills in Vermont, people. You're going to have to ride up them. So, and I'm pretty sure Steve was on at PT BizCon last year, the year before. Was he really? Was He's yeah. awesome. He was cool. I got to get him back on the show. You know what we should do? And this is totally spitballing. We should mm -hmm. do something like a PT BizCon, like, Let's do it in the Northeast. Let's do it in Vermont with Steve, and then we can ski at night or something. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's do a con edit uh, thing in like a cool location like that where we can just go skiing and look. We'll focus yeah. the con ed on uh, winter sport athletes and yada yada. But we're going because we want to go to Vermont. I'm totally down for that. I think Denver's on my radar for that too. You know, let's go. Yeah. Uh, last shout out for PT BizCon. Make sure you uh, check that out. The website is ptbizcon. That's B-I-Z-C-O-N dot com. Uh, Aaron, good luck with that. Appreciate you coming by to let me like exercise some of my demons and get out some of my therapy sessions. Dude, anytime. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> they said the best conversations happen at happy hour. Thanks for coming to ours. Follow us online. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PT Pinecast. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology as well as a Neurologic OT Fellowship, a Competitive OMPT Fellowship, and a Speech Therapy Clinical Fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPintCast.com Created by BuildPT BuildPT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs From website development and hosting Providing content marketing solutions For PT clinics across the country See what BuildPT can do for you today At BuildPT.com 
The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.